Can I look into this little slit by the base of the barrel? Sure. You have dark vision. I do. Can I make a, does a perception check to see if there's anything? Go for it. it. Okay. 15. Even with the best dark vision, you can tell that you're looking into an empty darkness. There's definitely space in there. And not only by your vision, but by your sense of smell, you can tell that there's running water. Not, not running like a faucet or a river, but there's water down there that has been kind of lazily making its way down there. That fantastic theme music means it's time for episode two of Port Lock. Please remember to tell your friends about the Chronosphere Fiction Podcast and get more people listening to us. We opened with the scene where we left off last time, where our adventurers are in a room looking for how a carpet disappeared and found a room below Valerian's stage. Now, Port Lock, Episode 2. If we look under that unpolished spot, maybe we'll find another trap door. Uh, my lord, you don't mind if we, you know, uproot this floor a little bit? You want to punch a hole through this floor? <laughs> not, yeah. not punch per se, more like... Pry it off with my shovel. All right, I'll tell you what, guys. If you can remove these planks so that they can be put back and it still looks okay to me, I'm all right with that. If I'm not, you're replacing that part of the floor. (laughs) All right. We do have people in town that can do it. I gotcha. I take my shovel and try to pry it off. Wait, don't, don't. <laughs> Hold on, my friend. Okay, he takes out his shovel and... And uh, uh, my hand goes, whoa, 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 whoa. No. It's the planks are of the type where the edge is rounded a little bit as each plank meets each other. At the end of each plank and in the middle, there's a couple of quarter-sized round slots where like a dowel is popped into it. So you know there's another bracing underneath it that the dowels go into to hold it still. Okay. So did I pry it off with my shovel? I don't know. Did you stop when he told you to stop? I'm like, kind of like, it's the uh, shovel is against the wood. I'm like, what? Uh, What's uh, up? Wait, we need to do this more uh, delicately. I also meant to ask, are, are, are you doing it at the unpolished spot? Yes. Yeah. At like the crease that goes through the unpolished area? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I assume that. Okay. Okay. Delicate. What's your strength, Ranger? My strength is 20, so that's plus 5. Even before he stopped you, you started to lift it a little bit, and you felt the bottom of the wood panel, the bottom of that slat, kind of, not crack, but push in. Yeah, okay, I get what you mean. I guess you are pretty strong, my friend. I would even dare say that the part where those two slats come together is now a little farther apart than it was. They don't quite sit that tight. We're going to have to fix the floor. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're already fixing the stage. I guess I help them too. If you start pulling at it, it's going to come up. You're going to put indentations in it. Uh, that slat is... All right. Now, we're starting with just one and then yeah. we're just... Okay. Now, the spot that is not polished, 
crosses four slats, but it's only about as big as a soccer ball in diameter. But it crosses, there's, you know, there's a, a line that goes through it horizontally and two lines that go through it vertically. And so there's an unpolished area that's actually touching four slats. And it's not a perfect circle. It's kind of like this weird blob shape. I'll investigate it with my eyeball. It has, beyond not being polished, it doesn't even look like the same oak that was finished over. And it, it has this, maybe bugs have been eaten at it. And it's termites little valleys and hills in it maybe something like that even if if you were a termite expert you wouldn't say it was termites but it's definitely had some kind of corrosion happen to it it's not like a corrosion that happened three years ago and it's been there a long time the chewed wood is fresh meat it's new uh, my lord i believe you got an infestation an infestation Indeed. <laughs> oh, I'm saying it. Infestation. An infestation of what? I, I, believe, I believe it could be bugs or something more. It, he walks over and he looks at it. Touch this floor. It's kind of damp. It's, it was freshly made. It was not this. Did floor. you touch it yet? Yes. Bare hands? Remember? Yeah. Okay. It is a little bit spongy, squishy, and wet. Feel like now, this. Oh, this floor too? Yeah. So was it easy? If the monk was up here, he would say it's just like it was on the stage. So it was easy for me to pry it open. It doesn't go all the way through the plank. Oh, okay. The plank's about in at least two inches thick, and it, it's in the top of it less than halfway. And your hand begins to have a burning sensation. I pull it back. I'm like, oh! It still feels... Hot. Uh, never mind. Don't touch this, my lord. It, it stings. It feels like I touched something hot it and stings. cold at the same time. As you try to wave off your hand, you're just waving it, right? And you notice that your skin is becoming red and irritated and porous. Is this and like, like it's an being eaten away. Like acidic. Oh, ah, ah, it's eating. It's eating. Ah, water, water, water. <laughs> I don't have enough prosthetics for myself, okay, man? No. One of the gods <laughs> runs up. And he's just got like a wine, ceramic wine flask, and he busts the top off of it, and he could like could shove your hand in here. <laughs> I shove it, like, it right in there. immediately starts to cool off and feel better. Uh, uh. <laughs> I come back up and like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> My hand was hurting. There might so be a far. secret room down here. Oh. Just give me a second. <laughs> Another secret room within the secret okay, room? Yeah. You're still downstairs. The three of you have been upstairs as the scullery maid has been dismissed. She says, thank you, good sirs. This is before his hand actually gets burnt. And she's walking away. I'm just going to give it to you. Somebody notices that there's this strange pattern at the bottom of the back of her skirt. Like it's been damaged or burned. Uh, my lady. My lady. Are you all right? You talking to me? Yes. You have a book. My lady. <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I love giving That's respect. That's fine. Thank you. I appreciate it. I give respect to all. What can I do for you, Egan? You have a bun on your back. And she goes to like turn and of course the dress turns with her. and She starts spinning in a circle and then she grabs her skirt and pulls it up and she says, I don't know what, I don't see it. What are you talking about? Because of course when she picks it up, it's all crinkled together and looks like a freaking skirt. Can I tell this is an acidic burn? Okay, you ask her to put the skirt back down so you can look at it. Or maybe not, like, 
don't take it off, but like, when no, no, just, just look like at it. drop it so it hangs flat. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and uh, well, it's hard to tell if you're trying to see if it's the same thing in the wood because the skirt is not wood. Well, I'm just trying to see if but it's not a, like a uh, like a fire burn. It, or it's not a fire burn. Okay, and there is a fist sized oval that's longer on one side and more round on the other. It doesn't look like she stepped on her skirt and tore it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look like a horse clomped it. You could guess that maybe scissors cut it, but there's no none of that threadiness from cutting with scissors. It's almost cauterized. When did this happen to your skirt? I didn't notice it. You didn't notice it? So you just pointed it out right now. Strange saying that you weren't in the room while this... No, it's most strange that you are indeed the, the head maid. But you don't notice that your uniform is damaged. I'm in a hurry. I look at the front. <laughs> it was cleaned. Insight check. Insight check. Now, does insight basically mean you're trying to tell if she's bullshitting? Like if she yeah, knows yeah, she's yeah. something yeah. she's not telling? Yeah, it's basically just like, are you lying? Okay, yes. with that role, I got 16. it's pretty obvious that she, even though I wouldn't necessarily call it a lie, but she just got really nervous because she just realized something herself. My lady, you don't mind sitting down. She like drops her shoulders in her head and slowly walks over to one of the chairs and sits down. So, given your your posture now has changed, you don't mind telling me how you got this burn? I have an idea. <laughs> you don't mind explain uh, sharing? Twelve days ago, I was on my way back from getting some things for myself. A ribbon for a hat, blah, blah, blah. You know, some food, hobbit things. As, as you do. And, uh... I was approached by a man at a cart who said, you work in the tower. And I said, yes, I do. And he said, you must try my ruckling. He gave me a free sample. Okay. And it worked beautifully, but he only gave me a little bit. So I went back and I got more. How did this plena look like? Was it gelatinous or? Uh... It, yeah, it didn't pour like water. And you found the spots, you just kind of dripped a little bit of this this goo onto it. And then he said, you know, don't touch it and maybe push it in with a shovel or a blade. And the first time I tried it, every spot I tried it on, the carpet was new. I got blood spots out that had been there for years. Do I still have some of the goo on my blade? There is no actual goo on your blade anymore. But she looks at it and she says, no, I wouldn't call that it. So did you do that? On that spot in particular, and I point at the, the area that's unpolished. When the first one worked, I remembered three other larger spots. One was there. Okay. Where you just pointed. I don't remember what they were. There was some that were blood. There an animal freaking shit there or something. I don't remember. But I had to go back and get more. And I got it from him, and I reapplied it again. And that, coincidentally was the night before the first rug disappeared. Can you give us the name of this individual? Or where you found I can, and I will confess now in the hopes of not losing my head. No, you don't deserve to be punished that way. After the first carpet disappeared, mm -hmm. and the next carpet had been woven and was brought in and placed, he approached me again with the same substance and said, oh, I got some more for you. Here you go. And I said, no, I can't use that. Carpet disappeared. I don't want to lose my head over this. He paid me. 
He paid you. To apply it to the carbon. He paid you and handed you his product. He handed me his product and... Hey, do you have any more of this product with you or did you use it all? I do. Can we see it? Be right back. I go with her. Jumps off the chair. Come with me. Okay. Off they go together. I go, uh... You do walk fast for a halfling. I go down the, I go down the stairs to where Willow is and I... You guys just see me laying on the ground looking through a hole in the wall. Do you do, you do so this like you, the, the flat thing? You good? <laughs> you okay? The Lord is looking. He's fuming. <laughs> I go over to try to console him and make sure he's not going to kill the half. Oh, yes, I'm good. It's just... She's disloyal. She didn't know. She got paid to do something. Uh, how, how small was the hole again? The hole downstairs? Yeah. The little the, slit? Yeah, the little. It's like a, a slot that you would slide a quarter into your piggy bank. Oh, wow. <laughs> I take out a piece of gold and I try to put it in there. Too thick. Too thick. Uh Try a silver. Wait, wait, is it flat on the ground? Okay. It's it's right where the floor and the wall meet. How do you get the it's in the crevasse? Coin out. So if you were chasing a cockroach, you'd get away right there. Did you find anything interesting up there? Oh yeah, yeah. Super interesting. <laughs> Turns out the scullery made was using slime and then the carpets disappear. So she's getting the stuff and then we're gonna check it out. Alright, so this hole is suspicious. Did you, like, see anything through it? I know you have, uh... I heard running water. That's what I heard. I couldn't see anything through it. I don't see You didn't really hear it. It was like, with your dark vision and more, like, your sense of smell, you could tell that there was a glisten of water down there and that it was mobile. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. You know, it was like, that's not stagnant. It's moving. So there's something behind this. I'll even add that it may have, it's hard to tell because you're so close to the barrel, but the room underneath may even have some of that smell that was coming from the barrel. Does anyone have a sledgehammer? Sledge. I have a shovel. Sledge. I bet you the Lord does. Oh, hey, uh, Lord, can you get us a sledgehammer, please? God, how many guards do I have in the room right now? All right, you, send two more guards and get a big, tough hammer. I'm gonna bust up my whole freaking house. <laughs> I'm going to Melendor's house, man. I'm taking a dump on that porch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I asked. All right. It's all part of the investigation. So I'm, so I'm walking with uh, the half lady. <clears throat> she takes you down the long hall. There's a jut to the left down a little hall, down some stairs. There's a few rooms that have little window slits to let some light in and maybe some dust from because it's like almost level with the ground or yeah, yeah. horses are picking shit up and everything but she's got it looking pretty good and and it's a room for two people two halfling sized beds and little cupboards and whatnot and oh, what a modest room very oh, nice scullery made and and palm and i are well taken care of we're happy here i'm glad to hear it so may you please show me where you keep this uh product that you purchased from that gentleman oh yes and she just opens this one kind of a vanity. And there's various other little bottles and stuff. This is all stuff that I've gotten to clean. And she grabs this one. And it's a rather plain looking glass bottle. It's actually made out of a clamshell. Okay. That's been somewhat reshaped. This is a shell. And then there's another glassy surface that seems to be fused to the top of it. And then the cork 
is like you would see in more of a perfume bottle. It's not made out of cork. It's not made out of uh, wood or like made out of a glassy, porcelain-y wow. substance. And this gentleman sold you this whelk. That's the one he gave me for free. This is the one he gave you gave for me free. To use. Do you still have the one that you... No, we used all of that one. Okay. I gave him the empty. I opened the bottle. I just look inside. You see a dark yellow gelatinous liquid. It does not pour easily. It kind of slides. All right. Now, wait, you're looking in the bottle. I'm not like really close to it. I was going to say, you like this? I, I, I'm, like about, okay. I'm, I'm like at an angle so I can see it, but I'm not like okay. super close in there. Okay. So that's what you saw. Comes up. <laughs> Do you have a cup? It's a mimic. <laughs> I've got two double D's, baby. No. no. <laughs> I walked into that one. Do I have a cup? Yeah, she's got, well, it's a, you know, standard wooden drinking cup. May I see it? There you go. I get the cup and I pour some in. Okay. Anticipation. <laughs> it's like, you know, Heinz ketchup. You kind of have to, <laughs> right? It's like a ketchup and, ball. And uh, so it starts to kind of like gloop out. And she says, I always let the lip of the jar touch as it starts to gloop out so it doesn't have to sit there and stretch. Okay, yeah. I, I, I do that. And then I'm just like... And so you get a nice little dab in her cup. Are you trying to get it all out of there? Uh, not all of it, but a good enough so I can really look at it. Okay, like if it's, say, an eighth of an inch thick at the moment, how big of a circle do you want? Do you want to cover the bottom of the cup? Do you I want a cover, dime, a nickel? Cover the bottom of the cup. Okay, the bottom of the cup is like twice the size of a half dollar. So you get it covered, kind of have to move the jar around a little yeah. bit, but you feel that like it's going to even out. Mm -hmm. There's globs that are higher than others. There's hills and valleys as you do this. Yeah. And then it slowly sets. Sets. This is odd. Okay. Oh, can I do a nature check? Sure. Awesome. Oh, awesome. Okay, that was a good one. Okay. 19 nature check. Almost immediately you recognize this. Some kind of a fungus. In doing this check, you're like, I've seen something like this before. Mm -hmm. And you're getting closer to it, and it moves. Oh. And oh. it is sliding up the cup towards oh. your face. I grab something like a plate, and I just... Okay. I think we found our problem. If you don't mind corking that one. <laughs> and then I will... Course the other jar. And then I'm like, okay, uh, let's go... To uh, my my com companions. Okay, she'll go with you. And uh, show what we found. Okay, now, you've got your hand. No, I don't have my hand. I, I have like... What are you holding the bottom of the cup with? I, I said like a plate or something. You're holding the plate. Yeah, you've it, turned the cup upside down. Are you yeah. just balancing it now? No, I have it like... like so you're doing this? Yeah. I, okay. I, I, yeah. The hand that's holding the cup down on the plate feels a warmth no, not again. coming through the bottom of the cup. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Um, I, I try to grab something. I was like, uh... You can just hold the plate and try to walk without spilling it. I, I do it like that. <laughs> I'm just like... As you're walking by the kitchen, this kid with a bunch of buns in a basket comes running out really quick. No, 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 no. And almost smashes into you. And you have to do this ballerina twirl, keeping the plate from hitting him. And you barely make it. It's, it's got to be there. Dexterity check. Oh, please. <laughs> this place is this chaotic. I mean, all people are trying to get shit done, dude. <laughs> yes, but this shit is going to burn somebody. <laughs> okay, so you make it back yeah, yeah, yeah. to the other room. Do we got a sledgehammer? 
yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that would be about the same time. He's going to come through carrying this plate right behind guards that are walking in with a sledge. Okay, pass down the sledgehammer. guards instead of two. Pass it down here. All right. I grab the sledgehammer and I, uh, I whack the wall with it. Oh, doing athletics. There you go. You hit a little high, and you could tell you hit solid wall, but you actually saw the slit vibrate. Some crumble came off of it. All right. All right. Okay, I passed the... I'm going to go down and swing towards where the slit is. So you're hitting more the wall than the floor? Yeah. Okay. That's a 20. It's a no, 20. It's a 19 plus one. Okay. It's a dirty 20. You hit the wall just above the slit and the hammer goes through. Pops right through. Yeah. It also knocks down some facade right above the hammer. Like it looks like it's another big cedar brick, and part of it is fate. It's only an inch thick. And it breaks off and falls. And between it and the floor, you've got about eight inches of open space. And above that eight inches, you've got solid wall that's just going into earth, like limestone. Wow. The bottom, the floor, has not been touched. Hmm. Do we want to hit the floor? Can I try? <laughs> I can hit the floor. The Lord's like, it's already been demolished enough. <laughs> Never. Oh, hell yeah. There we go. What? Uh, that's a 22. The hammer goes through the floor, cracks, rumble around quickly. You, the barrel, and the monk are basically falling. <gasps> oh, nice. Oh. Make a roll. To see if you hop out of the way or if you're going down. So that'll be a dexterity dex saving throw. Yeah, oh dex my God. Let's go. Okay, you both manage to hop away as the barrel falls in and this three foot by three foot squarish area crumbles inward and the barrel goes in with it and you hear the slosh of the barrel as the barrel busts a little bit and you know, its contents are being spilt below you. Uh, sorry and rocks about that. Falling and hitting the ground, and and even when that's done, you still hear debris, dust, and and you know little tiny twinkling rocks. All right, you have dark vision. What do you see down there? About how deep is in? What do I see? It looks like it's about nine feet deep. It looks like it is a hallway-ish kind of room, and you are on one side of it where you just hop to, and there's a wall that goes straight down. At the bottom of that, it appears to curve, almost like a skateboard or half pipe, and goes up the other side. Mm. Like a half circle, but the, the top sides of the half circle, instead of keep going around like a pipe, they go straight up a little bit more. About nine feet deep, and uh, about 10 feet across. The ground right now looks dirty, Rubbly, rocky, and wet, mostly from the wine. Why? And right. there is a sludgy area that is moving through the crumble that you just caused to happen. Hey guys, I think we found something down here. I will go down and look. <laughs> Jumps down. Watch, watch where you step. Watch. It's a, it's a little dangerous. Willow broke the floor. So real, it's a real mess. The Lord's all, man, you guys are going to be hiring this town's best construction company. 
You're going to owe me more than you get paid. <laughs> so we lose our jobs. I guess when it's time to eat, you're going to... So what do you guys think? We jump down there, check it out. Nine feet deep, no ladder. Smooth slip. I mean, I can just jump down and take no damage. I have uh, 50 feet of hemp and rope. Yeah, it is only nine feet. I mean, even if you just jump, you're you good chance you're going right. to be all right. Yeah. You, you guys have been around the block. I mean, can we use know? the rubble just to sort of... Yeah, you can hang off of it. Right, so like if you're six foot tall, you're only dropping three feet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's nothing. I'm going to jump down. You're stepping in liquid. I'm, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt that you were careful not to land in the gooey, sludgy part. That's obviously the sludge from the bottom of the barrel. Right, obviously I've already... And, uh, but the, the, the area you're in, it, it's like everything's wet, right. it seems like. It's like the walls themselves are not arid and dry. And yeah, there's enough liquid on the floor that you can tell there's like a constant moisture in here. You do not have dark vision. I do not. That's okay. right. I do have a torch, though. Okay. You may light your torch if you say I do. Girl and this guy are back. Come on, come on. Witness this weird item. I just. Lord says, wait, we got something going on over here. Hang on. What do you see down there, guys? It's a big uh, hole in the ground. It's very wet in the hole. Uh, um, <laughs> That's what she said. Very <laughs> moist. It's a lot of moisture I'm in so here. I'm so proud of that, man. Uh, <laughs> did you say that there was like a... And you're lighting light? a torch as you yeah, say this, yeah, right? Of course. How big is it? It's, it's, a pretty, it's nine feet deep, right. ten feet wide. And you're getting your torch lit as you say this, and you notice that to your right... All right. It continues on. And it looks like uh, there's a passageway down and here. to your left, it continues on. Oh, two passageways. Yes, I'm in the middle of a passageway. Oh, Yeah, or the freaking sewer. Or that, which would have been good to know, because maybe sewers, that's a great way to sneak in. I didn't know that this particular room was right under a sewer. Oh, boy. That's going to be a smell tonight. To try to get rid of it. And yeah, that stanky stanky is there. Nice. You smell it. Nice. So I equip my prosthetic sword while I hold this torch. Wait, do you put down the torch? Okay, that takes a moment. <laughs> that does take a moment. <laughs> or did um, I, I already... Egan. I never took it off, actually. And Bruno, you know, you guys have... Oh, you haven't been doing... I just went down to see what's going on in the hole. Oh, so you're going down the hole? Yes. Same way he did, just kind of jumping down? Well, I went down into the room... Where the hole is. Oh, okay. Just to see what was going on. All right. And I'm so just I'm just sitting down. there. Anyway, okay. So you kind of <laughs> present your jar to the Lord or something. Everybody, I found the item that was used for the carpet to clean, and it looks like this material is alive. The carpet was cleaned with a living substance. Somewhat, yes. Uh, I, okay. I take off the. And I take off the thing. Lynette puts hers on the granite table and, yeah. and goes, "Yeah, it's in there." It's in there! And you open your... Yeah, like, ta-da! And it, it, it has globbed on the plate a bit, but as you lift it up, mm -hmm. it continues oh, no. to stretch and stretch and stretch because some of it is eating its way through the bottom of the cup still. Yeah. Oh! And it's not letting go. And even some of it starts to lift back up towards the cup. Can I make an educated guess on this thing? Yeah. Is this a slime? Uh, I believe we got a... We found your problem. It was slime. As you're stretching it and holding it up, it lets go of the bottom of the cup 
and slaps onto your forearm. <laughs> Water, 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 water. And it begins to burn ah, wine, quickly. Wine, 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 wine. Do I hear this? Wine, 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 wine. You hear him talking about it, and then you hear him kind of scream and go, ah, wine, wine. Guard. The guard that gave you wine before. <laughs> so, although he kind of poured it all off on you the first time, so there's very little in there. Just give it to me. Okay, he gives it to you. (laughs) And it doesn't seem to do much. (laughs) And you really feel a burning rash beginning. And you've taken a point of damage. Oh, great. Did uh, we hear that too? Being so deep. Everybody can hear this. Everybody. You can all hear it. You you hear the scream. I will climb up. You hear him go, "Ah, and right before that, you heard him say, we found the carpet cleaning shit and it's alive. Man, can't go five minutes without wine. I will dash up the stairs. <laughs> Just prance up there. The Lord has grabbed a tapestry off the wall and he's running up to you and no, says, water, hold water. your arm out. No, we need water. <laughs> Something alcoholic. <laughs> So you're stopping him from putting the tapestry on your arm. Well, I'm worried it's going to just give it more things to eat. <laughs> so I'm up there. I'm, I see this happening. I hear him starting wine. I have a flask. I'm going to run over and I'm going to unstop him. It's like, hold out your arm. Just pour it all over and just okay, like. Okay, and what's in your flask? Like basically this vodka. Oh, that's okay. strong stuff. More concentrated than wine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It appears to definitely start helping. Yeah, yeah. You don't feel like you're taking any kind of damage at this point. It's not like disappearing, but you're feeling pretty good at the moment. And then the Lord says, oh, perfect. And he takes the tapestry and starts scraping it off of your arm. I pull out my dagger and start scraping it off his arm as well. (laughs) 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 Why is this happening? Too bad he's downstairs over there. Yeah. Because he could say, not happened to me. Going to have to lose the arm, dude. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so this thing did this to the carpet. Quick thank in there. Thank you, Willow. Thank you, Willow. Okay. Some good welcome. playing hands. There's what I've deducted. Stupid Snick Linnet took money to dump this fungus creature on my carpet. It ate through the carpet, thus making the carpet disappear. And then when it's done, it's got somewhere to go. Indeed, it looks like that, but I don't believe that was intentional. I mean, just look at me. <laughs> I was not intentionally trying to put this on my arm. Do you think it went back to the person who created it? Most likely. But we really need to... the slit under the throne. Yeah. The slit under we... the... When it's done... It goes into the... Somebody can call the damn thing. No. Is there... Is there some... Somebody can call it. Is there some way I can track it? Because it does That's a nature check, I think. Yeah, it would be the inside, nature. especially in the area now that you've crumbled and there is glop from the inside of the barrel there. It's it's kind of hair. It's hard to tell if there's any more that starts anywhere. And it just looks like water and people's shit and piss mm. and other things they've poured down the streets. Okay. So really, we just need the name of the... Individual. Source. But I climb back up. The name and what he looks like. Yeah. And and where in town you found him? Well, yeah, he's he, he's in the market square by the town hall. Like at one of the end corners where the street gets big. I could recognize him again if I saw him. And uh, said his name was Jules. Jules? 
Yeah, and, 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 and whenever he walked away, he said, Joes and Fanes. Joes and Fanes, Joes and Fanes. He would just say that over and over again. Yeah, repeat it to himself. Joes and Fanes, Joes and Fanes. And you bought stuff from this guy. Hey, it worked. And he gave me money. Well, let's go meet this Jules and thing. By the way, Linnet, you know. Yes, Lord. We'll talk later. It's hard to talk without a head. Do you get the description of what this man looked like? She'll come with us. Do you guys go out the front door of the marble room, or do you go down the long hall to the stable area? Follow the hobbit. She would know the best way. As she goes to leave, just out of practice in her normal life, she starts heading down the hall. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. We'll go down that way, too. Go down that way, also. By okay. the way, have you seen this clean hall, by the way? It looks, like, amazing. Yeah, the acoustics are great, too. See? You can <laughs> hear everything. Nice echoes. Indeed, indeed. I'm sure you'd like that. And you're passing the kitchen, and you can tell they're getting close to ready to serve up some goodies. Do I see that kid with the bread? Yeah, he's making little pyramids out of bread right now. Is it possible if I can use... Is it possible to use Vicious Mockery to knock something over? Like, you know, push damage? Well, for Vicious Mockery? Stupid yeah. bread. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. It doesn't even taste the, good. Insult the bread and make it sand fall over. I'll let you do that. Okay. Oh, wait, no, I got a better idea. I don't want to put damage on the kid. I don't want to hurt him. I just want to scare him. So I'm going to use Vicious Mockery. I'm going to make. I'm gonna scare him so he can knock the bread over. Oh, okay. All right. his little... You startle him enough that, yeah, part of his pyramid tumbles over. He's, and he looks at you. Oh, man. Just starts picking up his stuff. Watch where you're going next time. Right. <laughs> you know they behead people for yeah. the smallest Come stuff. Come your work and get in the way. <laughs> okay, so she takes you past her room. She's just assuming that you've got horses or a carriage or something that you guys didn't trudge your asses all the way across town because you were with Melindor and the Lord when she came in. Yeah. And you guys go back to the carriage. Oh, is Gil still here? Yeah. He's oh, out nice. there cleaning the carriage, cut brushing the horses. Hey, Gil. Hey, Gil. Uh, she's going to tell you where to go, and you just follow her instruction. Right up, Loss. On top of you. Okay. Picks her up, throws her on the bench, gets but, up there. By the way, Gil, uh, expect to write down some to-do lists pretty soon. Right? Yes. As in with a pen? Indeed. Like I know it all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try my best. Nah, just just put it in your brain. I can do that. I remember. Steel really trap. Good. I remember. Yeah. I got good memories. I know, Gil. He knows. He knows. I got, I got good members. I remember good. You're in the carriage and it's rolling. And you're going through the town of Portlock. She takes the east way along the Lac Denisher and the docks towards the town hall and past it to the portside market square. And not the side by the docks, the other side that opens out onto the widest road in town, the East Way, the best paved road in town that goes all the way through the city along the docks. And you hear Gil, and it stops. And it's been a while. It's definitely not morning anymore. Midday. It's been a few hours. People have had some lunch. You guys might be getting a little ready to do some more grubbing. <laughs> you smell fresh catches of the day. Lobsters, tuna, they got fish. And there's some stuff from the farm areas. And there's a lot of dry goods in this area. Whereas, you know, in, in a lot of places, adventurers would go to the store where the guy has ropes and picks and all that. That exists here too, but there is stuff like that here. Oh, there's a guy that makes really cool looking lanterns and a lot of it's really artsy. It's, it's almost touristy. And she goes, there he is! 
I get up and I just run towards where she's pointing. So I run yeah, same thing. Gil's running with you. And he looks and turns and starts hoofing it. Vicious mockery to stop. I use vicious mockery to slow him down. I will use my spell command to command him to stop. Runar, yell stop! And he makes a motion with his hand like he's grabbing. And at the same time... Yes, listen to him, you... And sure enough, he kind of does this waddle walk for a second where his legs cross and he trips over his own knee and hits the ground as Willow is running up on him with Gil slightly behind her, but he's not anywhere near as fast. So the three of you run up on him. Do you just look down at him or what? I put my sword he, through of his course, throat. is getting up. Through his throat? Trying to, to continue running. Okay, so you grab him and you've pulled out your sword and you put it on his neck. No, I already had my-, my Oh, your sword, sword hand. My sword hand. Very good. In. So I grab your him with sword, my- You grab him and your other hand, hand is at his throat, but it happens to be a blade. Okay, and I'll say you get there at about the same moment. So you can grab the other arm if you want or- I'd like, Yeah, I'd like to kind of restrain him to try to stop okay. him from fighting. And I, I get him back up. I, I go grab up to him. him yeah, down. grapple check. What, what, what do you want with me? What Tell us about the me? things. Tell us about the things. Well, well, you, you want to know about precious shoes and things? I know those precious shoes and things. We actually like a question on one of your precious things. You mean, you, you mean from my cart? Well, things with all sales. I got precious shoes and things. I've been told that you do sell like certain type of carpet cleaner. <gasps> you want to know about the carpet cleaner? Oh, yes, yes, I am. How about the blanket carpet cleaner? I, I, I'm, a, I I'm a friend. I don't know nothing about no carpet cleaner. Answer the question. Zone of truth. Wisdom saving throw for him. Man, I can't tell you about... You don't want to know about precious choosing things. My cars fall precious choosing things. All right, I tell the truth. They're all fucking fake. I make them out of fucking <laughs> fake shit. None of them are precious choosing things. Well, you do make something that... Yeah, they're really pretty. I don't make this stupid carpet cleaner. Who makes the carpet cleaner then? The rug guy. Rug Sasha. Oh, my God. His name is Sasha. He makes freaking rugs. And he gave me the shit and he said to take it to this girl and give it to her. What's her name? And make sure she uses it. Uh, the, the scholar he made, Linnet, from the Lowell's Manor. And he paid me to make sure she gets it. His name's Sasha. Don't hurt my neck. <laughs> Sasha's not going to hurt me. I don't mind telling on him. I'll kick his ass. Where's Sasha now? What do you think he is? He's at the damn rug place making a new rug. Would you like to come with us? No! <laughs> <laughs> I want to sell me precious shoes and things. No, I better not catch you selling any more of these jewels and things. Why not? I'm a precious shoes and things. Because they're cheating people. I don't, I don't overcharge. I just, they're pretty and people pay a fair price. Wait, uh, wait. Why would you pay the lady to get to use He the gave me the money. I didn't give it to him. Fair. He gave me money too. Uh, sir. What? Uh, Jules is your name, correct? True. You know, you just realized you just spoke out loud that most of your your items are fake. Everybody knows. <laughs> My lady, do you it's know? Not, yeah, everybody knows. Dude on a cart walking around with the queen's jewels. My ass. We all know. <laughs> he makes good stuff. It's pretty. You wear it to a party. You look good. All right. <laughs> well, you can go. Thank you. Precious shoes and fangs! Precious shoes and fangs! Well, what, what a kind of man. <laughs> I asked Gil if he knows where this carpet guy is. Sasha the carpet maker. Huh. Well, 
The dungeon master doesn't want to make you go back to the manor and ask the lord. So yeah, Gil knows where it is. Oh, of course! You told us that he was a famous carpet He's maker. He's a famous carpet maker. Well, this is a big town, dude. <laughs> but if, like, if there's oh, only one going guy. going on in this city. Gil goes, yeah, actually, he, he's not too far from the Lord's Manor. He's, I'd say he's about in between your guys' place and the Lord's Manor. He's on a, a dirt road. Tickets to that dirt road? He's got a pretty nice place. I mean, you know. Gil, do you know the way to the street? It's a dirt road. <laughs> yeah, let's go. All right, great. <laughs> Everybody hops back in. Linnet, Linnet. says, Can I go here? I mean, yeah, we're eventually gonna go back to the castle. I don't want to go back to the castle. Oh, fair. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, I know somebody Melindia. who we could probably put in a good word for you and get you reemployed. That would be nice. Melinda just don't, hire you. Just hey, don't you know that breakfast place that makes good hash browns? You want me to work at it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm much better than that. But they do say they're loving it. We could probably well, they ask... say they're loving it there. No, they're grubbing it. We could probably ask another door to put in a good word for her. That yes. too. That would be very nice. Yes. Try just for the bill soon. This <laughs> color made too good for hash browns. Okay, whatever. Right. Okay, so horses are going down the road. First, you're going down the east road, the east way, back towards the manor that you just came from. And then he takes a right and does a couple of turns and you pass this big bell tower. And at the bottom of the bell tower is this statue. And the statue is this mod head full of teeth and he's got like 18 eyes. And under the torso is, is a tied knot of tentacles that wrap around the pedestal and itself. And then in huge gold letters here and there in between the tentacles it spells nashul like n-a-s-h-u-u-l to makes another turn and in a little bit the the road turns to dirt and you're passing uh some blacksmiths and a tanner and then you roll up on this thing that's almost it, like it should be out in the farmland it's a building and it's got like a barn area that when the doors are open you can see all the way through it yeah and they're open right now and as he pulls up you're looking in and there's all these weird contraptions that are wooden frames with sticks all over them and there's strings going back and forth across all of them and there's two women sitting at one of them, and one of them is needling thread through the strings, and the other one is pulling the whole arm down that brings this wood and, and pushes the string down. And then there's another guy sitting on the other side doing the same thing by himself. He's working very quickly, and he, you can tell he's really good at it. He's fast, and he's working away at it, and, and the machine he's working on is bigger than the rest. Of course, there's a sign over this barn line structure that says, and I said his name wrong. No, no, his name is Shoshana. I'm sorry. And it says Rug Shoshana. <laughs> and one of the women turns and goes, Shoshana, a, a customer, customer. And he stops and looks at you and he, and he gets up and he clasps his hands together, being very nice and, and hospitable. I go up to him like, oh. And walks up. Ah, you must oh, be Shoshana. I am Shoshana, yeah. Are you the, the legendary carpet maker? I, I, I make the carpet. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. May you, can we? Can I take a seat and speak to you? I have a great deal for you. Oh, yes. Uh, right, right uh, over here. 
What would you like? I, I, I go and sit down. I wait for him to sit the rest down. Of I'm just gonna stand behind him, kind of. Just I'm like gonna stand to yeah, the yeah. side of okay. him. Are you are you entering the barn with Egan? Yeah. So, Mr. Shoshana. Oh, actually, do do they go to a separate room? No, no. The, the barn is like, it's just like a big open oh. barn, and Gil pulled up right in front of it, and you guys got out, and you were standing like just outside the door, but the door's open. As you walk into the barn, it's almost like you're still outside. Okay, but you, you've barely stepped in, and there's a little seating area there, and there's lots of little samples of rug cloth. There's a door that goes into the connected building right next to those seats. Right. Can I go talk to the lady folk that were making the... Sure. Yeah, okay, I could go over there and talk to them. Okay, you're walking over there, and Egan says... Oh, Shoshana, I have a great proposition for you, but I need to sit down and talk to you. So, if you don't mind, can we... A proposition? I, I make the proposition. I make the rug. You tell me what you want. I make the rug. You pay for the rug. Oh, indeed, indeed. What would you like? Well, I'm looking for a rug because my old one got very damaged as of late. It, it got burnt from something I do not know how. But I need this new fancy rug, blue, purple, white colors included as well. But also, if you don't mind, are you selling also carpet cleaner? Carpet cleaner, if you, if you have a carpet and you want it cleaned, I, I can send my workers to clean the carpet, but I no, I do not sell the cleaner itself. Inside check. Meanwhile, he's talking, he's like, excuse me. <coughs> <coughs> I cast Zone of Truth under my yes. breath. You don't get anything at all that says he even got nervous because you said the word carpet cleaner, and it's not an unusual discussion for him. So even if he's the guy behind the stuff that burned the carpet, it's not like he's never had to clean people's carpets before. And he's never sent people to clean a carpet. So it's it's not an unusual question for him to get. So are you sure you haven't seen this? I pull out the vial. Remember when we the left? The one with the top. Yeah. And it's like, are you, are you sure you don't have this? And I put it on the table. Oh. I've been drastically searching for something like this. Whoever worked this is a pure genius. There's... Definitely a change in his facial expression. Are you okay? And he says, are you selling jaws? Are you selling I'm perfume? Not. I'm not, but if you like, <laughs> I can show you. I am a busy man. Do you want a carpet or not? I take off the vial. Must... Are you sure you don't want to see this? I sure. I've been hearing, hearing so much about you. Maybe you would love to know about this. And I okay. pour, I, okay. I start leaning into the carpet he's starting to make. Well, the carpet he's making is like a oh, good 30 no, I, I, feet away from you guys. Yeah, right okay. Now. So I get up. You're then. sitting around a bunch of samples yeah. and stuff right uh, now. I, I go on. There are some nice ones that are near you. I, I go near one of the nicest ones I can uh -huh. see. I'm like, are you sure? I, I believe this thing can work wonders. Would you like to check it out? And he goes, why, yes, I would. And he steps to look at it closely and knocks it out of your hand, hopefully. He goes to knock it out of your hand and you're able to quickly pull it away. Oh, uh, uh. You seem a little bit antsy. I want to see. I want to look. Allow me to do it. To do what? You Not to put a sheet on my carpet. <laughs> Are you going to buy that carpet? Gods! Gods! Splat. You throw it on his carpet. And sure enough, there's a couple of guards coming up the street. Uh, Gods, I'd like to introduce you to the man who stole... Oh, no. Not stole. Destroyed the Lord's carpets. This man is full of shit. He walked in here. Look what he just did. He put his snot, his fucking cum, on my carpet. <laughs> Is this fucking cum on my carpet? 
Let me show you how to clean a carpet. I, I show you. And he steps towards the door mm. that goes into the other house, opens it, and runs through. There's your man. And we go, I, I chase after him. You all go chasing after him, and you're hearing things get knocked down as you come through the door. Furniture being knocked in between you and him. He goes through another door and closes it behind him. As you approach that door, you hear a big slam. From the door? You hear a slam from behind that door. Another slam. Okay. As Sounds a bit different than a regular door. What's around us right now? You've come through the door that he went through. It's a uh, somewhat narrow room. There are rugs that are already made, rolled up, and leaning against the walls. And there's a couple hanging that you can look at. And then in between you and the back of the room, there's just like some chairs knocked down and a table knocked over. And there's another door. Very simple doors. I mean, you want to kick it down, you ain't going to make a roll. You're going to kick it down. <laughs> oh, then I would use it. Kick someone, it down. We, got we got the knocked down the walls. Guys here. Yeah, we, have, we have two guys who are yeah, massive. I'm so. totally yeah. going to kick it down. Yeah, we'll totally <laughs> okay. kick it down. So you kick through that door. And this room is various clay pots or some type of pots that look a lot like the shell thing that you just use to pour the yeah. stuff out. Yeah. It's more like a clay pot that's covered in pieces of shell. More on the inside than the outside. But there's no dude in there. Do we there. see him? Beyond the sides of those pots, more in the center of the room, at the other end is another trap door. Nice. Mm. Mm. I'll run over to the trap door and throw it over. You open it, and there's a ladder going down into a passageway that looks a lot like one you've been in today. <laughs> Sewer time, boys. Sewer Let's time. go in there. Jet for crocodiles. That's where we're ending this episode. Next time, it looks like Willow, Brunar, Egan, and Halsey are going to explore underneath Port Lock. Until then, thank you for listening to Chronosphere Fiction and keep your cosmos clean.